Welcome to Life is a Shift Show, a podcast where we discuss all the little things that happen to us on our journey of transformation, all while dealing with all that life throws at us. Sit back, enjoy, and watch as Shift Happens. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of My Life is a Total Shift Show. This is Michelle Dutton, and I am here just trudging through life one realization at a time, trying to seek some self-improvement and peace and joy and happiness and all that stuff that we're entitled to but we don't think we deserve. Today's episode is going to be a tough one, I think. I'm not sure. We're just going to see where it takes me. Where it takes me. Um, I've titled this, I've Never Been Naked in Front of My Husband. And let me just get this out of the way. Of course, I've been without clothes in front of my husband many times. We have five kids. He's seen me give birth. I prance around my bedroom without clothes. Whatever. This is not what the episode is about. I'm talking about true, raw, naked vulnerability. And this is a tough one for everybody, I think, especially me. And I just have a few realizations as I'm on this journey and I start to kind of clear out blockages in my energy and in my past and in my trauma, I am acutely aware now more and more of things that constrict me. It's a gift and a curse, right? As you start to do this work, a lot of stuff comes up and you're also hypersensitive to different things that you have pushed down or you didn't even know were there. And as you start to clear some crap out of you, you are able to see things that feel heavy easier. And it takes courage, but it's also really cool when you feel things that constrict you and you go about it with almost a sense of curiosity. And there's still tons of fear that go along with all of this. Every time you are asked, to look at something, it's terrifying. And I've done this enough, which I haven't done it a lot, but I've done it enough to know that it's always better to look than to just shove it down and say, I'm not, nope, nope, not going there, not going there, let me have a drink, let me just not look. And so in my meditation today, this title of the podcast literally smacked me in the head. I've never been naked in front of my husband. and. Right when that thought arose in my mind during my meditation, I just started crying. It was this release of just the realization of how much I've been guarded with everybody. And the tears just came and it felt really good. And I thought, okay, this is something I need to explore that I've never been naked in front of my husband. And it's about true vulnerability and why we don't allow ourselves to be vulnerable in all aspects of our lives. And why, why is it so terrifying? And then I started thinking, gosh, we do this all the time, right? We're never truly open and raw with hardly anybody. And I know a lot of times with friends and, and on social media, we joke our way into this, right? Um, we say things like, 
Well, I, I'm just saving up money for therapy for my kids since, you know, I'm sure I screwed them up and everybody laughs, ha ha ha. But nobody ever really sits down and talks about the fear that is deep in our bones that we are not enough as a person and we are failing as parents. That's a real fear that we don't like to talk about. So we joke and that's cool too. There's a lot to be said about comic relief but it's also very difficult to really take that next step and be vulnerable to what we are thinking and feeling and what we are deeply most afraid of, right? We say things like, well, I'm terrified that my kid will be addicted to drugs. Okay, that's still putting it out there on the outside. We don't take it a step further that says, what does that mean about us as a person? What deep-seated fear is that bringing up about our own traumas or past or not being good enough or fears or not being able to handle loss or not being able to handle difficulty or that we're failures. And if we fail at that, what does that mean about us? What does that bring up? I mean, it's really, it can get really deep. So we definitely pick and choose where we get vulnerable and we definitely just keep it right at the surface level, just enough to feel, okay, I'm not alone. I think my, I'm screwing up my kids, but not deep enough to really release any old traumas or old things in our past or have a cathartic experience or have a real connection with somebody else about our deepest fears. That we just, we just don't do. We don't do for a million reasons. And we're like that with our romantic relationships. The people we're supposed to be most vulnerable with, those are the ones that we keep the biggest wall around. And I look at my relationship with my husband and I'm terrified always of being completely raw, completely naked, completely vulnerable. So then I had to sit there and think, why? Why? And it's all fear. If I'm completely naked, completely vulnerable, and completely raw, I've put everything on the table. And then what? That's the real fear. And then what? Am I going to be rejected? How is he going to react? Is he going to get angry? Is he going to call me emotional, drama queen? Is he going to brush me off? Is he going to reject me? Is he going to build up his own wall, right? Is my vulnerability going to trigger in him his fear of being vulnerable? So he'll attack. He'll attack me for being vulnerable in order for him not to be vulnerable. Like all of these things go through my head of what would happen if I really, truly just put it all out there. And when I say put it all out there, I don't mean unleash my fury on him and let everything that's ever bugged me about him come out. That's not being vulnerable. That's just pushing it on him. Like if I just open up and don't hold anything back and I scream and yell at him about everything that's ever frustrated me, that's still keeping my wall up. I'm talking about saying things that are just raw. Things like, I'm afraid if I show you who I really am, you'll leave me getting a little emotional just talking about this. Just the fear, right? Um, if I show you who I really am, you'll make fun of me. You'll reject me. And let me tell you, my husband has never done anything 
to make me think that. Like, it's not in him. Now, he has said things. He's gotten angry when I brought something up or, you know, but he has not ever done that because I've never allowed him to react to my true vulnerability because I've already decided that it's going to be too difficult. I've already decided that it's too risky. I've already created his reactions in my head and therefore, well, that's how he's going to react. So I definitely can't break down this wall. I definitely can't show him who I really am because I've already decided he's going to, I think it must be reject. That must be the one thing that I'm most afraid of. So I have to look back. When was I vulnerable? When did I put my heart out there? And it could have been when I was two years old, for fuck's sake. I don't even know. But something happened where it didn't work out. So that just is in my bones now. Vulnerability equals rejection. Or you're made fun of. Or you're told that how you're thinking is wrong. Some There's something there that I need to dig out. And it's so terrifying. But as I do this work... I'm starting to slowly realize that that protection that I keep around my heart isn't working for me anymore. And I'm starting to welcome the triggers that his reaction might bring up in me. I don't know. I'm terrified. I've never been truly raw. I've held my cards so close to my chest. And even physically, right? Even sexually. Do I ever really let myself go and be completely vulnerable and open? And I know the answer to that is no. And that's a whole nother podcast because I grew up in a Catholic church that was very, um, you're a terrible person if you even think about sex. So that's another road that I can go down and heal. But just the vulnerability of your soul, of saying your deepest fears out loud to the one who is your life partner, And that's where true connection and intimacy lies. And we fake it now, right? We go out on dates and we laugh and we joke and we have sex and we have fun and we're intimate. No, we're not. No, we're not. Neither one of us is. It's too scary. It's too scary. And so the more I do this work, the more I feel like that house of cards is about to come crashing down. I can't fake it anymore. My journey is not allowing me to be protective of my heart. It's just crumbling. It's, it's, the force is pulling me to be who I am. And that doesn't mean I lash out. That's not what it's about. Like, you know, of course there's ways to speak to people with kindness and all that. That has nothing to do with this. It's, it's, it's not that. Because people say, well, of course you can't say what's on your mind because you're just being mean and hurting. No, 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 no. Of course. But I'm talking about exposing your soul to the one that you're in life with, that the one you've committed to. Whether you're dating or married. I mean, just exposing your soul. And I will bet that there are very few people in this world that have ever really done that because it's scary, because we are so afraid of being rejected. But if we continue to not be who we are and not be able to express those absolute fears, we are going to continue to slowly die on the inside. And how many of us are slowly dying on the inside and we grasp 
at anything to help us feel like we're not slowly dying on the inside. We're keeping our head above water. We make ourselves really busy. We make ourselves look good to the outside world. We drink too much. We stay on social media. We make sure our bodies are really perfect or our kids are good or they're involved in everything because we cannot be naked. We cannot let our souls be naked because we're so afraid. Because that's really all we have, right? That's all we have. If we open up and let the world see us completely raw, vulnerable, and naked, and we're rejected, we have nothing left. So we think. It's like this protection is keeping me safe. That's all I have, and if I put it out there in the world and I'm rejected, I have nothing. I will die because who I am is who I am and I can't. And if it's rejected, then, then that's it, right? I, I, I give up. I think that's the fear. It could be lots of different fears. But here's what I'm starting to realize. I'm going to die anyway. If I don't crack open my soul to the world, I'm going to die anyway. And I will continue to just shrivel. And I have been lucky enough by the grace of God to be tapped on the shoulder and said, there's more out there. It's time to wake up. It's time to get present. It's time to discover who you really are. And of course, the voice comes into my head, Jesus Christ, Michelle, you're 47 years old. It took you long enough. Give up. Give me a break. You've wasted your entire life being asleep. Why start now? Right? That's... That's the ego going, don't do it, don't do it. Because when you are completely open and vulnerable and free and in the moment and you know that nothing can stop your growth, then that's death to the ego. So it really comes in and says, give me a break. You're too old for this shit. Stay asleep. It's not worth it. Too much pain. But I tell you what, there's that underlying pull that just won't stop. And so what happens? What happens when I crack open my soul and I am completely vulnerable and I say, this is my fear. I am afraid that you will reject me. I am afraid that if I am really true and show you my fears and my weaknesses and my soul, that you're going to leave me or that the marriage will fall apart. And then what? Then my whole world that I know will crumble. And the kids' lives will be disrupted. And I go into this whole future of complete destruction. And because of that fear, I'm like, nope, nope, can't open that soul. I cannot crack that chest open. Nope, it's too dangerous. Too dangerous, says the ego. Keep it tight, keep it tight. Not even a little crack because your world will fall apart. But the more I sit in this work, the more I start to call bullshit on that. I start to call bullshit. And it's just a little feeling. And, you know, I try to put feelers out there. I'll say something to my husband like, oh, I'm just healing my trauma. And then I cringe like, how's he going to react? What is he going to say? You know, he just smiles. Or I'm afraid that if I'm vulnerable, that he will not show any of his cards. And he will say, well, I don't have any problems. I don't have any traumas. I don't. And then all of a sudden I'm like, well, then. I am this pile of mess on the floor and he's this strong one and now I don't have it together and he does and that's a really big deal for me, having it together. That's more healing that I have to do. So I can't be vulnerable to him because then he won't be vulnerable and then we're not going to be even remotely close. We're not 
if you're not true to who you are, then you're not remotely close anyway. It's just all a facade. It's just me with my mask and him with his mask. And we go through this fake life of happiness. And I'm not saying we're not happy. You have to understand, I'm just talking about getting way deeper underneath where it's true vulnerability. And I'm no Brene Brown, but I, and I listen to her and I love her. And it, I don't know, it just didn't click until recently what she really meant by that. And, and I have to start really sitting in that fear going, okay, say I'm 100% vulnerable and true to who I am to my husband and he rejects me and he says, well, I don't need to be married to the, you crazy drama queen. You're, you're crazy. You have so much shit in you. I, I, I don't know who you are anymore. You're not who I married. Rejection, rejection, right? How can you just be who you really are when you haven't been who you really are for 20 years of our marriage? Fuck you. Don't do this to me. You can't change. Say he does that, okay? And he leaves. Okay. I, it's, you're still better off being who you truly are because if not, you're slowly dying. And I don't think he would do that. Like he is the most amazing man and I don't give him enough credit. He has yet to prove me, prove to me that being who I am is not okay. So it's all me. I am the one that is creating all this fear. And he has not, I just keep waiting, right? I resigned from a really high paying job because my heart just couldn't do it, right? And there was my husband going, I support you. And my own head, I'm like, no, you don't. Not really. In the back of your head, you're going to resent me. But all in my own fucking head. And he's sitting there, you know, I support you. And I'm like, you're a liar. Like, why am I trying to sabotage this wonderful man that's saying, I support you? Where is that coming from? So then I have all this guilt that I'm dealing with for quitting my job and um, cutting my family's income. So I try to do things like, oh, I got to make sure the house is clean or I have to make sure that there's no laundry for him to do because any minute now he's going to resent me and he's going to blow up and say, you quit your job and you can't even do, do laundry. And here he is going, you know, I don't care. I support you. And it's like, why don't I trust that? Because there's so much fear inside of me that I have to look at and I have to be vulnerable. And that's the thing. He hasn't even given me a reason not to be raw. And yet I still... In fact, he's given me evidence of the opposite, and yet I still am terrified to sit there and say, I'm afraid if I'm real, you're going to leave. So the fear is in me. It's always in us. And even if he did leave, like I, I, I cracked my soul open, and that is what we all really want to be able to do with somebody. And we tried it in the past and it failed and we weren't at a place in our spiritual journey where we took it as a learning and a growth. We took it as that's dangerous to be vulnerable. So we shove it down behind a wall. And if that started happening when we were three and we kept just shoving shit behind the wall, because every time we even tried to peek over that wall, we got smacked or ridiculed or you can't feel that way or you're overreacting. So we're like, fuck this back behind the wall. And eventually we stop trying, right? So we're just behind this wall. And most of us, some of it, we live our whole lives that way. Never really, truly cracking open our souls and feeling that deep, deep intimacy that we all deserve and we all have available to us. But we've made a pretty good home in our wall, behind our wall, right? God, behind that wall, we have Netflix, I, oh God, we had a lot of red wine or beer. We have Facebook. We have busyness. 
we have all sorts of shit that we put behind this wall. So we're quite happy back here. And then all of a sudden, there's this little tap on the shoulder. You need to peek out. There's more. Cracking open your soul will bring so much more joy than a glass of wine and a Netflix binge. But we're like, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm happy enough binge watching whatever. And then that tap comes again. Tap, tap, tap. You have no idea what you're capable of when you crack open your soul. And it's so scary, but your fear is also just inside of you and you can transcend that as well. You can heal that little girl that said something to be vulnerable and she was shut down. You can heal that. You can be there for her. And let's say worst case scenario, I get completely raw and naked in front of my husband and he's like, I didn't sign up for this shit. I'm out of here. Okay. I can still heal that trauma that that brings up because honestly, he has, he has the right to do whatever makes him happy. And I can't continue to think that if I stay behind this wall, that he will stay where he is. Like that's just, that's just bullshit fakeness. And I don't want anyone to be confused that, you know, I have this horrible marriage. I have a great marriage, but I have stopped myself from being truly vulnerable and truly intimate with my husband. It's so much more than sex. It's so much more than date nights, so much more than just being able to work through an argument without screaming and yelling at each other. I'm talking about fears and talking about traumas because it's all in us. And if he were to say something that would trigger me, I'm far enough along on the journey to know that that's more work inside of me, that whatever he said is probably related to something that somebody said to me when I was a little child. Like it's never just what's right in front of you. And it's scary. It's so terrifying because you don't know what's going to happen. It's like a roller coaster, right? You're just up and down all over the place. And sometimes you think it's awesome. And sometimes you're terrified, but it's just a ride, right? The only time you get hurt on a roller coaster is when you jump off of it. So if we can just hunker down, right? But you can't even enjoy the ride if you're so closed off. And so when I had that realization today, oh my God, I've never really been naked in front of anybody, you know, even my family, you know, I have a very close relationship with one of my sisters and I, you know, I'm very vulnerable there, but then if it gets too much, we'll throw in some humor or, or whatever, because we're just afraid, right? We have so much history behind our actions. We have so much programming. We have so much conditioning that it's not even our fault that we do what we do. And that's a huge realization. It's not our fault. We are literally running a program that somebody else installed in us, whether it was our parents, our church, society, teachers. It's just all a program and it's nobody's fault. So here it is. This is the program that's in my body. Great. Now that I know that, let's look at it because it can be changed. We can upgrade. Michelle 2.0. You can upgrade, you can transcend your fear, you can release your traumas. And just the thought of cracking open my chest and my soul and being vulnerable feels so right. 
It resonates so well. And then in that next moment, I want to throw up, thinking just the thought of actually opening my mouth and saying something that vulnerable to my husband, right? I can totally picture it. Like, all right, tonight's the night. I'm going to be vulnerable, right? As if it's a thing we have to schedule. I can just picture it and I'll be like, um, honey, I need to talk to you about something. Okay, what? Um, I forgot to pay the gas bill or whatever, some bullshit that spews out of my mouth because the fear is like right in the throat. And I can feel the fear clamping down, the heart racing, right? Because of the fear of the unknown or the fear of, actually it's the fear of the known, but the known is what you've already pictured in your head. You've already created the future and the fear. And I have done this work enough to know that I'm always wrong. I'm always wrong, right? If I know I have to talk to somebody, I have the entire conversation ahead of time and I map out everything and I'm always wrong. I'm always wrong. But I haven't, I'm not good enough at this work to remember that. Like how many times do I have to predict a future and then I go through it and it's nothing like I predicted it for me to go, um, hey dipshit, you can't do this in your head. You're always wrong. But I, I always forget that lesson. That one is, I need a repeater on that one because I don't believe it. So I don't know how many times I'm going to have to learn this lesson, but it was a very freeing realization today when I had that in my meditation. You've never, ever really bared your soul to anybody because it's terrifying. And the fear, that's what I have to sit with. I believe it's rejection, right? I was told that my feelings sucked. They weren't, they don't matter. The fears I have, oh, give me a break. That's, you, don't be afraid of that. Give me a break. You're fine, right? These are the messages that we get along the way. Suck it up. You have nothing to worry about. First world problems, even in our adult life, we're told that. We try to tiptoe to the edge of getting deep into what we're really afraid of. And we just kind of test the waters with something a little bit easy to say, you know, oh, I'm afraid I might lose my job. Oh, first world problem, whatever. When you really want to talk about your fear of not providing or your fear of not being good enough as a parent or your fear of ultimately death, right? Or whatever it is. So we tiptoe to the edge and inevitably we get shut down. We're like, well, shit, if I can't even talk about something that surface, I, I'm sure as hell not getting any deeper and talking about my real fears of not being enough or who, or just fear of rejection or fear of being seen for who I really am and not being accepted and not being liked. So I, fuck that. I'm going to go back to putting on the facade and the, the mask of what I do know is accepted. I know this gets me love. I know this gets people to laugh and think I'm funny. I know this mask makes me feel safe. When I do this, I'm considered a good parent. So I'm just going to, I'm staying right there. And then you have that pull. And I think everybody has that pull. Everybody is being tapped on the shoulder. And we're so used to going, what? Get, get off and brushing that off resting that person off the shoulder and watching more Netflix. I think we're all getting tapped on the shoulder. And I think I'm just getting punched in the face because I've ignored it for so long. And now the universe, God is going, damn it, Michelle, how many times do I have to tap you on the shoulder? 
So now I think I'm getting punched in the face and you can't ignore it. I can't ignore it anymore. And I don't know what that means. I don't know where I'm going with any of this. I just know that every time I have one of these realizations, I take a baby step closer to being braver with what I say to people. Braver, more brave, whatever. I take one little baby step of not reacting to things that happen in my world. I take one little baby step closer to feeling a little bit of joy and a little bit of peace. And as soon as I feel that, I get bombarded with ego. And when are you going to get there? When are you going to fix yourself? Give up already. You're too old for this shit. You can't make blah, 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 right? And I'm starting to even be able to hear that and be, all right, thank you for your, thank you for your input, right? I, I'm starting to get sucked into my mind a little bit less, a little bit less. I'm able to kind of observe from a higher place. And then I get sucked right back in and I feel like I'm drowning and I can't even <gasps> take a breath. So it's definitely back and forth. But once you've been tapped on the shoulder, you can't go back to sleep no matter how much you want to, but you really don't want to. There's no going backwards in spiritual spirituality and transformation because you know what you know when you know it and you learn what you learn and you can't go back. So I don't even know what any of this means. I don't even know, you know, I put all this out on a podcast. I think it's more therapy, but all I know is when I have those realizations, they come from the soul. And then immediately the ego is like, oh, whatever. No one gives a shit about what you have to say. Don't be vulnerable. You're going to get rejected. Blah, 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 right? So I'm just slowly, just one baby step at a time. And then I screw up and then I get mad and then I give up and then I start over again, you know. And I think that's why I'm putting this out there. Like the people I see out there that are doing transformation seem to have it all together. And I'm starting to realize they probably don't, but I know I don't. And maybe I'm being vulnerable enough here to inspire someone else to be just a little vulnerable. Because I mean, hell, I'm putting this out there. But when I'm making a podcast, it's not the man I'm married to standing in front of me, right? It's almost easier to be vulnerable to a microphone. So that's my, my baby step, is to just be raw with those that are closest to me, even my children, definitely my husband, myself. Be raw. And whatever comes back is just more opportunity for healing, which I've learned brings a little bit more joy and a little bit more peace, right? No matter what happens, it's just going to help heal me. That's it. So hard. It's so difficult. Because we're just, we have so much shame carrying around. So much. We have this little shamer dude that lives with us. Guilt and shame, guilt and shame. Right? And we could love the shamer dude too. Right? Because that person is also just trying to keep us safe. That voice in our head is just trying to keep us safe. The last time you tried this, you got hurt. We're not being vulnerable. But as our lens starts to back up, we realize we're so much more than our body and all of our thoughts and our past. And so you start to get a little bit of bravery to step into 
the real you, which is infinite and expansive and fearless. It's fearless. But it does take a little bit of courage to utter those words. I am so afraid that you'll leave me if you know the real me, if I'm true, if I tell you my deepest fear. But you're alone anyway. Without being who you really truly are, do you really have true intimacy? And what if that is what's waiting for us just on the other side of uttering the tough words? Oh, that's wonderful. I'm going to go with that. I can't even, I can't even imagine how wonderful that would be to have that true intimacy and expansiveness. So that's what I'm working toward. One sentence at a time of cracking open that soul and standing just open, raw, and naked, not only in front of my husband, but the world, right? Just here is my soul and it's beautiful and it's perfect. And if I think it's not, then I just have some more work to do. So my offer to you is, gosh, I don't know, just sit with that. Have you ever been naked? Have you ever been raw, holding nothing back? Try it. Let me know how it goes. But stay the course. Little by little, we find more peace and more love. And wherever we are in this journey is exactly where we're supposed to be. We're not going to get they're any faster or any slower than, than how we are doing it. So thank you for joining me on this journey. Take what resonates with you. I hope it brings you a little bit of peace or inspiration to be a little bit more vulnerable. And just remember that no matter what you do, shift happens.